Welcome to episode 37 of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Rena Misha, and I'm so thrilled you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's trying to manage just about everything, you are absolutely in the right place because this podcast is for all things related to working moms, where you're going to get inspired to enjoy the ride while also finding ways to make life a little more efficient and fun. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I have been waiting for today's episode for about a year. (laughs) I've been waiting anxiously for a year because I am so excited to tell you about today's topic, but I needed it to be timely. So I had to be patient and wait until January. This was very, very hard for me. But now I'm incredibly excited to talk to you. And excuse me if I'm a little overly excited. Like I said, I've been waiting a whole year. So why am I so excited? What are we going to talk about today? And today we are going to talk about choosing a word for the year. And as you're listening to this, you may not even know what that means. So what this means is you choose a word that's your theme for the whole entire year. So in the past, people would choose a goal for the year. For example, they would choose, I'm going to lose 20 pounds, or I'm going to work out every day, or whatever they would choose. And that didn't work for people. They would never meet their goals. Usually within two weeks into January, it would be out the window. So instead, what people have started doing is instead of creating a goal, or maybe for some people, it's in addition to creating a goal, they choose a word for the year. And the word is an inspirational word. It could also be something they're striving towards. So maybe instead of saying, I'm going to lose 20 pounds, maybe their word for the year will be health or movement or choices. You see what I mean? So this way you can't fail. So words of the year is a very interesting concept. And like I said, I'm so excited to talk about this today because wait till you hear my stories. You are just going to love these stories. Okay, so let's get started. tuning in, my friend. It's always so awesome to have you here with me and thank you for listening. I hope winter is going well for you. We're doing okay. Winter used to be really, really hard for me, but now I know about leggings, so things are a little easier. I'm much warmer. I also know about Hugo... (laughs) I forgot to look up how to pronounce it. See, I forgot already. Hugo? Hi, G. (laughs) It's the last podcast episode on staying cozy and warm. So now that I know about these things, winter is so much easier for me. I hope they're easier for you. But now let's get started and talk about our year, our year ahead. I hope it's a wonderful year for you. I wish you blessings and all good things, only good things, please. And like I said in the introduction, today's episode is very, very exciting for me, and I have been waiting months and months and months to bring this to you. And I'm first going to start out and tell you that I am not a trendy person, okay? If you look at somebody who's trendy and you look at me, like I am not that kind of person. My style is more what you would call classic, okay? (laughs) I don't wear things that are in style and that'll go out of style by next season. I buy quality. I like to listen to timeless music, a lot of classical music, oldies. I just love things that are more, I don't know. I don't even know how to phrase it. 
I like things that aren't transient. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't like things that are just going to go away after a few months. I like things that are really good for me, really nurturing, and really help me with my life. Think about it. If I buy a dress and it goes out of fashion in a few months, I don't have time to buy a new dress. I don't have patience for that. I want to buy something that's good and that lasts. So if something even looks trendy to me, I don't want anything to do with it. I'm staying as far away as I can from it. So I heard about these words of the year and I thought, here we go. It was like the light went off. Trendy, trendy, stay away. And there was no way I was going to do it because, you know, I don't like trendy stuff. I like things that work. I don't want something that's cute and it's going to distract me from my life because, you know, we all have important things to do. I got to stay in my lane. So for years, I heard about this word of the year and I totally ignored it. This is not for me. This is too cute and too trendy. But then in about 2017, I had a life coach, which by the way, this is what inspired me to become a life coach. It was a really good experience. And she told me to pick a word for the year. And I really liked this woman and I paid her a lot of money. So whatever she told me to do, of course, I'm going to listen to it. So this was the first year that I picked my word of the year. And let me tell you what I picked. So I picked forgiveness because in coaching, I was working a lot on forgiveness. Apparently, I must have had a lot to forgive. So I was working on that a lot with my coach. So it made sense to pick that for the year. But here's where I was surprised. So again, I did it just because she told me to, you know, not because I really wanted to or because I thought it was going to actually help anything. But here's what happened. I found I started forgiving everybody. Can I just tell you, it was eerie. It was really almost creepy because it wasn't just people I knew. It was everybody around the world, okay? So I would be driving and somebody would cut me off and usually I'd be upset. I live near Washington, D.C., and the drivers here can be really aggressive. They're not patient. So if you're not going as fast as they want, they don't like that. Whatever you're doing, they don't like it. That's all I can say. So there's a lot of aggressiveness here. And I first started noticing it with the driving. So somebody would be really rude to me. And I would just say out loud, I forgive you. <laughs> Very Zen-like, right? And I'm like, where is this coming from? How can I just forgive all these people? And it was bleeding to every part of my life. So somebody would do something who I knew would be very rude to me. And I would just be like, I forgive you. And it was so easy that I'm like, this is creepy. What on earth is going on here? I am a forgiveness machine and I don't even know how this happened. Now I think you're starting to see why I wanted to talk to you about this. Here's something that I just thought was trendy and cute and I had no time for, but I did it because my coach told me to do it. And wow. So now I am your coach. If you're listening to me today, I am your coach. And I'm telling you that this word of the year business, it is not trendy. It actually works. Okay. So maybe it is trendy. But you and I can be trendy together and let's do something awesome for ourselves. And it's so incredibly easy. 
See, this is what I like. I love telling you stuff that's like a trick, you know, where everybody is working so hard and they're just working and working and trying to do better and killing themselves trying to do better. And I just give you this speed pass, you know, get in the fast lane and just keep driving. We can do this really nice and really quickly. And I remember when I was recording my first episode of Balanced Working Moms, it feels like that was a lifetime ago. And I remember giving you the promise that I will never tell you to do something just because everyone else is doing it. I am so against that. We do not have time in our lives to just repeat advice. Just because one person is doing it, now we all must do that. Uh -uh 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 -uh. I give you advice that actually works. And let me tell you, this word of the year business, so simple and it really, really works. And I just gave you one example for forgiveness. You're going to see more. And then when you try it in your own life, you're going to let me know, okay? Promise me you're going to join the Facebook group that we have. And I want to hear all about it. So let's talk about why does picking a word for your year, why does that work? In the introduction, we were saying that sometimes in the past, people would pick goals. You know, maybe they wanted to lose 20 pounds. Whatever their goal was, they would pick it. We know, I don't have to tell you, you're listening and you know. The goals we choose, most of the time, it doesn't work. I've heard crazy percentages, like maybe over 90% of goals that people pick within the first few weeks, they've already failed at them. Ugh, I do not like that word fail, but that's, that's what happens. They don't meet their goal and they feel like a failure. Yuck, we do not want that for you. So I think that picking a word instead of a goal, I think one of the reasons why it works so well is because it is so simple and easy. And there's a power to when something is so simple, right? In life, we're always overcomplicating things. We think we have to make some fancy spreadsheet, you know, whatever it is, I'm actually very guilty of that. I can overcomplicate anything. If you give me an easy way to do something and a hard way, I'll pick the hardest way that I can come up with. But that is not good. I am learning to not be like that because when you do something the hard way, it's hard to maintain it, right? It's very, very hard to keep going. If I pick this crazy difficult goal, very, very hard. But if I just pick a word, I mean, how easy is that, right? Just a word, one word. I mean, truthfully, even if you try to complicate one word, you can't. It's just one word. Okay, I should never say you can't because somebody will find a way. But it's very difficult to make one word be something complicated. And it's not this huge goal that you're trying to achieve. It is so simple. It's just one word. And it's so simple that it's almost foolproof, right? It's almost foolproof. You can't mess this up. And unlike a goal, you don't even have to take action. Literally, the only thing you have to do is remember your word and allow it to inspire you. And then while it inspires you, it just does its magic, okay? (laughs) It just magically inspires you. So it works because it's so simple, right? Like you don't have to meet a goal. You don't have to do anything. You just have to remember the word and have it work. But there's another reason why I also think it works. 
And this is based on my experience, okay? Because once you choose a word for the year, as long as you remember it, like I said, you have to remember it. But as long as you remember it, it almost becomes a part of you. It sounds a little strange when I say that, but if you've ever picked a word of the year, you will totally understand what I'm talking about because it almost like it integrates in your life and it interweaves with all your thinking. This is actually really hard to explain because it's one of those things that you have to experience. Once you've done it, you really will understand what I mean. So let's use that forgiveness example. So forgiveness was my word. And it's not like I had to work to forgive people. It was like forgiveness became who I am as a person. I almost get the chills as I say it, but it's true. You can hear from my voice that it's part of me. If you've met me and I, <laughs> I hope you've never done anything that's been nasty to me, <laughs> but if you have, the chances are pretty good that I'll forgive you. Now, don't do something nasty to me because I've said that, but in all likelihood, I'll probably forgive you. I, I'm literally getting the chills as I say this because it becomes who you are. It's almost like when your parents name you something, you almost embody that name. And then the same thing happens when you choose the word for the year. It becomes who you are. And you don't even have to work at it. That's why I told you this is like the speed pass on your car. You don't even have to work hard on it. It becomes who you are. This is really, really powerful stuff. And that's why I really wanted to talk to you about this. Because it sounds so blasé, right? Just pick a word of the year. Who cares, right? Do it, not do it. But I'm telling you, it really becomes part of who you are. Now, is it foolproof? If you pick a word, will it change your whole life? Will you become it right away? The answer actually, sometimes yes. Sometimes yes, but sometimes no. Okay? So last year, my word of the year was boundaries. And let me tell you, boundaries, I always had such a hard time with. I am somebody who probably gives way, way, way too much, as you hear in many of my episodes. I'm always giving. And I had a really hard time with boundaries because I love to give. I love everybody around me. I want to help everybody. And saying no is very hard for me because I genuinely want to help people. But on a recent episode, you may remember, I shared a story where I agreed to watch a friend's chickens. I didn't even think about it. My friend asked me, she's like, can you watch my chickens? And without even pausing, it was in a text. So I for sure could have paused. I wrote her right back and I'm like, sure, I'll take care of your chickens. Can I just tell you that I am not a chicken kind of person? And I was terrified. It was such a hard week and she's away and there's nothing I can do. And I was so upset that I had forgotten my boundaries. So is it foolproof? No, of course not. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said it was. But you know what? 51% of the time, and actually a lot more, I don't mess up. I do remember, oh yeah, <laughs> you're somebody who sets boundaries. You're good at this. You got this, Rena. I gave you an example of where I messed up the boundaries with the chickens, but let me give you another example. 
So a few weeks ago, my child wanted horseback riding lessons, and we agreed we were going to let her have two lessons. And this was an expensive thing. It was very special for her. And of course, we're in the middle of COVID time, right? And we went to have her take the lesson, and the teacher wasn't wearing a mask. And my daughter was really uncomfortable because they were close together at times. The teacher was showing her how to groom the horse. The teacher was lifting her up to help her on the horse. My daughter was very uncomfortable. And my boundary is that during COVID time, we do not get close to others without wearing a mask. So I politely stepped in and I asked her, would you mind wearing a mask, please? I'm a little uncomfortable. You know, I said it with such great kindness. And this woman did not want to wear a mask. And she got very angry at me. And she starts arguing with me. But I held my ground. I never got angry back. I didn't yell. I just stayed very calm. And I said, I'm sorry. I know you don't like to wear one, but I'm really uncomfortable right now. And I can see my daughter is too. And it would really mean a lot to me if you would wear a mask. And let me tell you, how could she say no, right? I'm not fighting with her. I'm not being nasty. I am just setting my boundary. And, you know, a year or two years ago, that would have been impossible for me. I could not have done that. From the start to the finish, I couldn't have spoken up. I would have just been so upset. I would have just let the episode go and I would have been home and I would have said, can you believe she wasn't wearing a mask? But I spoke up. And even when she pushed back, I politely said, you know, I'm not comfortable. I was not rude. I've just learned That's my boundary, and if somebody crosses it, I'm going to politely tell them not to. That's a really hard skill. Can I just tell you, if you're listening and you have a problem with boundaries, and who doesn't? Can I just say, who doesn't have a problem with boundaries? That is really, really hard to learn. But like I said, easy pass, fast pass, whatever it's called that they put on our cars so we could go down the fast lane and not have to pause and pay. Let me tell you, that's what we all need, and that's what this did for me. By making my word of the year boundaries, which was I knew it was going to be a very challenging word, it's become really, really easy for me. I can set boundaries, and I can do it politely, and yeah, like with the chickens, sometimes I may forget, but most of the time I don't. Most of the time I remember, hey, I'm really good at boundaries incredible, right? This is just, I'm just telling you, this stuff is so incredible. Now you know why I could not wait to talk to you about this, because it's simple. It's so simple and it works. If you're struggling with anything in life, anything, now my friend is your opportunity. This is your opportunity to take whatever your struggle is and make it easy for yourself to grow, to become the kind of person that you really want to be, just one word at a time. That's all it takes, one word at a time. So I told you I've been doing this for just a few years. And the first year I thought, okay, maybe this is a fluke when I became a forgiveness machine. And by the second year, because boundaries was really, really hard for me, when I became a ninja at creating boundaries, That's when I knew this word of the year really works. 
And I'm like, I have got to have my kids do this because this is some powerful stuff. Isn't this incredible that we could learn something and then help our kids with this? This is such a gift. And I'm so happy you're listening because I hope that this gift continues on with you and your children and really helps you with things that you're struggling with. So with the start of this year with 2020, my girls both chose their word for the year. One of my daughters chose the word responsibility. And let me tell you this, I told you I was going to have the best stories. Now, I did not tell her to pick the word responsibility. That would have backfired. She had to choose her own word. And actually, that's the way this works. If you want the magical benefits of choosing a word for the year, you have to choose it the right way. Okay, we're going to get into that later. But my daughter chose the word responsibility. And can I just tell you, I am blown away by how responsible she is. She often cleans her room without me asking. She gets her own snacks where before it was, mommy, can you get me? You know how that is. (laughs) That's difficult. But now she gets her own snacks. Like I said, she cleans her room. She does her homework. She's, she embodies the word. She has become extremely responsible at this young age. I mean, she's not perfect. I don't want to make her sound like she's perfect. And if you're listening, I want to tell you that I love you. And I'm so incredibly proud of you. You guys hear me tearing up. I mean, this word of the year, it is just incredible. But what's the catch? There's always a catch, isn't it? What's the catch? So the catch is, is that you have to stick with just one word. I've been doing research to see how this works for other people too. And people say that if they pick two words, even if they go together, it doesn't have the same impact. So stick with just one word, and that could be hard to do. A year is a very long time, and to just have one word can feel very difficult, but you have got to stick with just one. I want to remind you of an expression, a man with a watch knows what time it is. A man with two watches is never sure. So never pick two words, just stick with one. And the other catch is you have to remember to use it. Like I said before, this may sound silly, but we're busy. You know, I know you're very, very busy and you may forget that you even have a word of the year. I have to confess that in 2019, for about six months, I totally forgot that I had a word of the year. So boundaries was my word, and I forgot. I forgot I chose it. I forgot about the whole concept. It just went out the window. Maybe that's why I still have a little bit of problem with boundaries, because I forgot about it. So you have to remember it. And I'm going to share with you some ideas later on in this episode on how you can remember it. But let's talk now about how to choose your word. But just before we start talking about that, I want you to reflect back to year 2020. And if you had to choose any word you could choose, what would it be? Okay, 2020 has been one of the hardest years for people. Some people have lost their jobs. Others, I'm going to, sorry, I'm very emotional. I'm crying already because other people have lost family members, right? Some people had a lot of anxiety. Things were hard for kids. Now that you have a whole year of hindsight, if you could come up with the best word for the year for 2020, 
what would it be? What word would you have gifted yourself with for 2020? Ooh, this is very emotional, isn't it? Very emotional, but I'm taking you down this road for a reason. What would the perfect word for 2020 be? Can you guess what my word for 2020 was? You're not going to believe this. My word for 2020 was trust. Trust. Can I just tell you how often this word has comforted me? When I worried about my kids, I would remind myself of the word trust. Trust that everything is going to be okay. When I worried about anything, I would remind myself, trust. What a gift this word of the year is. Now you know even more why I wanted to share this with you. Because this word has been alongside me for the entire 2020. What a gift. What a gift that word has been. But how did I choose the perfect word? How on earth did I choose the word trust way back in the beginning of 2020? I think I actually chose it at the end of 2019. How? How did I do this? And on this podcast, for the first time, I want to take you down a new road, a road that I have not taken you down. Not yet, but this is our first time talking about it. And I used my intuition. I used my intuition to pick the word. And I want to teach you to do that because this word, I can't even tell you how much it's meant to me this year and how much it's helped me. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm like crying a million times, but this word has made such a difference in my life. It has been my constant companion for the year. So we're not going to overcomplicate this because using your intuition is actually very, very simple. This isn't a 400 step process that's going to make you dizzy. Here's how I do it. Very, very simple. Start with a list of words and I've given you a list of words. You have a free printable as part of this podcast. So you're going to start with a list of words And then just go through and circle the words that speak to you. You're probably going to have a bunch. You may have 10, whatever it is. Circle the words that just feel right to you. And then what are you going to do? You're just going to choose one of those words that you circled. But you're not done. (laughs) It's not quite that easy. I'd be lying if it is. What you're going to do is you're going to choose one of those words, the word that you really feel is the right word for the year, and you're going to sit with it. You're going to sit with it for a few days. You're going to say it to yourself. So at the beginning of the year, when I chose my word, I did not start with the word trust. I still remember the word I started with, and that was ease. I wanted the year to feel easy to me. Thank God I didn't choose that word. Can you imagine? (laughs) This was not an easy year, and that word wouldn't have worked. So I chose the word ease, And I remember I just was like, "Mm, it just doesn't feel right. I wanted it to be the word. I wanted it to be the word so, so badly because I wanted my life to be easier, but it didn't feel right. So I listened to that feeling that almost a bit of discomfort that told me "Mm, this isn't right for you. So then I chose my next word and that was systems because, ooh, I love me a good system. 
And again, this was about ease. This was about making things easier. But again, it just didn't feel right. I just sat with it and I would say it to myself throughout the day. It just wasn't right. And could you imagine, like, what system do I have now during COVID? Systems, many of mine are just out the window. It's really, really hard to have a system. So at that point, I actually got a little discouraged. I almost started questioning myself because ease wasn't right. Systems wasn't right. So my kids are so wonderful. So I was helping them do their word of the year. And I was telling them how both my words didn't work for me. And one of my kids just took me on this process that I'm telling you. And she took me and she read the words out loud. And she circled the ones that I said spoke to me. And then at the end, she read them all to me. And she said, okay, which one sounds right? And this was my third time doing it. And I chose trust. To this day, I have no idea why I chose trust. I can't even tell you. There was nothing rational about it. I wasn't thinking, oh, I need this word trust for whatever reason. It just felt so right. That's why I'm telling you to just use your intuition. If you use your intuition when you choose your word of the year, that's going to be the most powerful word for you. So with her help, I chose trust. And over the next few days, I would say it to myself, and it was just such a comfort, and it felt so right, and I stuck with it. And in 2020, anytime things got hard, I took a deep breath, and I would just say out loud, trust. It was such a comfort, I can't even say. So I want to encourage you that when you pick your word of the year, just throw out anything that's practical. You know, don't force a word on yourself. You know, I'll go back to the losing 20 pounds. If you're dying to lose 20 pounds and you choose the word health because you feel like that's what you're supposed to choose, don't do that. Pick a word that feels right to you. You can't go wrong, my friend. You cannot go wrong if you use this way of doing it, right? (laughs) The word is going to be an awesome word for you. And again, if you're not on my Facebook group yet, you must get on so you can tell us your word. And throughout the year, tell us. Tell us how it's impacted you. Tell us how it's changed you. I mean, this is really, really deep stuff. So now let's do something a little fun. Remember I told you that last year I forgot my word of the year for about six months? Well, when my kids chose their words, I wanted it to be really fun for them. So one of my girls chose the word journey and the other one chose responsibility. So what I did was for the holidays, I got my girls a beautiful bracelet. It's pearls and silver, and it had a little dangle that had their word that they picked. Ah, right. It was so beautiful. And it was sized, I got it especially sized for children. So if you go on Etsy, they have so many things that you can choose for your word. You can choose jewelry, you can choose a sign for your room. I mean, you could probably have it embroidered onto a pillow. There are a million things you can do. They even have vinyl. You could literally put it on your wall. Whatever you want to do to help you remember the word you can find something beautiful on Etsy. If you don't want to buy something, you can also just 
do something really simple and just write it in your planner. Just write it because the more you use the word, the more you're going to get out of it. In 2020, I used the word trust. Trust me. (laughs) That was an accident. I just said that. But I used the word trust literally daily. Every day was tough in 2020. Every single day and every single day, I remember to have faith and trust that everything was going to be okay. I hope that this podcast episode really inspired you to go out and pick a word. This is such a simple thing, but I can't even begin to tell you how much it's helped me. It's helped my children. It's really the speed pass. (laughs) It gets you going. It gets you ahead and it just makes it so easy. And I have a free printable for you. You know, I love to do that. And I have a list of words that you can choose. I love all the words that I have on this list. They'll help you get stuff done. They'll help you grow. They'll help you with your thinking. You can't pick a wrong word, you know? So if you're scared, like, don't be a perfectionist about this. Just pick a word, pick any word and let it be with you. Let it be your guide. Let it be your teacher. Let it be your comfort for the year. For the free printable, you could just go to the show notes and it's right there. And thank you for listening. Oh, and don't forget one more thing. For sure, join the community because I want to hear how it's going for you. Have a wonderful, wonderful year, my friend. May this year be so much easier than the last year. And I wish you only good health and joy and only good things. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, come check out my one-on-one programs where we take the challenges you face every day and learn to deal with them so you can be calmer, less stressed, and of course, have more balance in your life. Go to balancedworkingmoms.com slash services. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next time.